I'm great, yeah. Rue. How are you? I'm doing good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you great. <laughs> Should I put it here? Uh, no. <laughs> what about here? There. No, that's perfect. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, how are you? I'm good. Chilling on a Saturday. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, man. I finally got some sleep. You not been sleeping good? I, uh, well, no, you know, I had to take uh, a late flight into Pittsburgh, where I am currently. Mm -hmm. uh, Pittsburgh with an H at the end. And uh, I uh, then had to wake up. So I landed in Pittsburgh and got to the hotel about 1.30 and then had to be up at 6.30 to do press. Ooh. And then I was on the radio for two and a half hours Ugh. on WDVE, which is actually one of like four radio stations in the country that I look forward to doing. Right. Because you just hang out. They just, you're just part of the show. They're not like, what bits do you want to do? And <laughs> how do I set you up for bits? Right. And uh, so... Yeah, so like it, it, it's fun. You just become like a morning radio host, and it's fun. And uh, they're great guys, and they set me up with like super sweet tickets for the Pirates game tomorrow. Cool. Like I, I get to sit in the section where everything's free, and there's we like love a those. there's like a prime rib buffet. <laughs> right? What are you allergic, I'm allergic to? Awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm allergic to deals. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. So have you uh, been to that stadium before? Yes. It's what kind of sold me on downtown Baseball. stadium. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was the first downtown stadium I had been to. I've been to a couple more since then, uh, i.e. Denver and Yankee. Uh, and it's just... I had I had actually been in downtown Pittsburgh during a game before, and like it was super cool because you're just like walking around downtown, and all of a sudden you hear like a crack of a bat and a crowd go nuts, like it's crazy. <laughs> like and, sitting out uh, on the outside of Wrigley Field. Yeah, and so it's just, but you're just like walking around, like with you know being all fancy and cosmopolitan, walking around with my you know what and my you know who or whatever Eminem said. <laughs> Yeah, but he's and so cute, though. So, uh, and then a few years later, I actually got to go to the park, and it's just, it's awesome. It's a great ballpark, and I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, but yes. no, so uh, long story short, sleep schedule messed up incredibly, and last night's shows were uh, a struggle. Like, they went well, but just like, I'm just like, uh, how does this go? And you know what? You guys do this part. <laughs> uh, at one point, my opener, well, my opener plays guitar and, but something's wrong with it. And so he didn't end up playing it, but the guitar stayed up on stage. And uh, like, I'm still rebuilding the hour. So like I have a Q and a in the middle of it. Cause I'm just, <laughs> I don't want to do, do you guys want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do a bunch of old jokes if I don't have to. Yeah, and, like what's uh, uh, what's your name? Let's do some improv. I've never done it. I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> so this guy was like, "What's with the guitar?" 
And I was like, oh, Mike was going to play it, but something's wrong with it. He goes, well, you play guitar, though, right? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, well, play some guitar. I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. So then, but I was so tired. I was just, I'm just going to play Waterfalls and you can sing it. And that's, that's ended up what happened. And, uh, but no, I was just exhausted. So like, they were probably the like, we paid $25 for this. Yeah. You're goddamn right. You did for, for something I do in my Honda Accord. Well, oh yeah. Well, people go to Taylor Swift and she says two words and then everyone's just like, no, we got it. Yeah, we got well, it from Cause here. she plays 44 songs. Yeah. Well, Can't I sing played, 44 songs a night. I play one. <laughs> on three hours sleep and you're going to have to cover most of it. Uh, <laughs> at least you're honest. Yeah, so yeah, like I woke up at like eight o'clock this morning. My body's like, we should get up. And I'm like, how about we go in the bathroom and we'll smoke a bunch of weed and you shut the fuck up body. And uh, then I slept till two. I'm the boss of us. The <laughs> so yeah. You're not me. I'm me. I'm Who me. do you think you are? I am. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Oh, yeah. And so uh, might have had a minor melt, melt, like internal meltdown yesterday at Starbucks nearby because I ordered, I did a mobile order because I like to just walk in, grab it and leave. I don't want to hang of out. Of course, no one, no one wants to hang out. We've, we've paid our dues. So ordered it 10 minutes later, showed up. It wasn't ready. And then I just watch all these people walk up, make an order, walk over, get their coffee and leave, walk up. And meanwhile, like how it normally works. Yeah. But meanwhile, I'm sitting there with my mobile order going, I don't see him making it. And finally I'm like, Hey, is there a mobile order for Chris? And she was like, yeah, it's in the queue. And then just kept making drinks for people that were there. And <laughs> I was like, and I, and the, just the rage in my, in my head. Like if yeah. I would have been a Bugs Bunny cartoon, I would have been like, "Wee, tingling, 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 tingling. and uh, <laughs> so, but luckily the coffee came. Also, I might've just needed coffee. Yeah. That sounds like that's what that is. Yeah. But anyway, to be fair, I clocked it at 22 minutes to get a coffee. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You it can was, get in and out of a Denny's faster than that. You can get in and out of an in and out faster than that. <laughs> no you can't unless you get there right when they open which is usually my strategy <laughs> i couldn't tell you the last time i had an in and out i got it on the drive home from vegas oh there you it was go 10, it was 10 30 in the morning and i was ravenous yeah so probably I was like, a little hung oh yeah for sure and then also oh. like praying to god that my car was going to make it back oh that was that drive <laughs> it was that drive Re yeah, the recent trip you, so I was like white knuckling for the first two and a half hours. Yeah. And then I was like, it's 1030 in and out. Where is it? <laughs> and man, that was the best parking lot burger I've ever had. <laughs> it was well, so goddamn good. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. The one millionth podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. I'm the brother. I'm the sister. That's right. We're Scott and Carol's kids. Although we sure depend are. depending on how the pod goes. They may not cop to that. Then we're just Scott's kids. We're just, we're just, we're just Scott's tots. I left in the middle of it. You guys were too high. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's just when you keep talking, I tune out. It's like, that's the point of the thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's our mom, by the way. That's who we're being. 
She was like, <laughs> you guys get too high. And I just, uh, but mom has a lot higher expectations of us than literally anyone, uh, which is fair. Including us. Well, she's our mom. She's our mom. She actually knows what we're capable of. And uh, <coughs> man. But I told we... her I'm not going back to that magic school. <laughs> yeah, magic's in here. You can't teach it. But also, <laughs> but also you can teach it. Yeah, you probably oh. can. So how you been? What have you been doing? It's been a few weeks. It has been a few weeks. I've been good. I've been really busy, which good. is great. Yeah. Um, work has been kind of nuts. Like they pulled me off of the trauma stories and put me on like I'm working in a completely other verticals now, but it's for um it's a show called Experts React and like it's experts reacting to video gameplay of like what they're the expert in. So oh, okay. I've, and last week it was a shark diver. This week it was a cave diver. Uh, the other day it was like a weapons expert and a what tactical game, trainer. What game did you watch for the shark trainer? Echo the Dolphin? <laughs> uh, it's Chompy. It's on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was called um, Subnautica. Really? Yeah, did then the other like one is called game? Under the Waves. I mean, sure. <laughs> but I mean it was the my favorite one was when we did like an underwater call of duty mission. Oh, okay. And they were like talking about like the realism of it and like that you can't that's you can't do that underwater. And like <laughs> but then there's like things that do work under and so it's just like it's a cool concept. I'm really enjoying doing it and it's yeah. been really fun. Because ballistic weapons don't work underwater. Uh they do as long as the gunpowder's not wet. <laughs> oh but, yeah, yeah. But also, but like I saw, it's I pretty hard saw, to keep it from getting wet. I, I, you know, I don't know if it was uh whatever that show was where they debunk mysteries, uh, MythBusters, MythBusters, Myth debunkers, <laughs> <laughs> Myth MythBonks. Uh, Remember those live, guys? Live Ted from and Jerry. Debunker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they were talking about like bullets. Once they get into water, can't travel more than like three feet. Like. Well, it's also, yeah, because the water displacement, right? So, yeah. And it doesn't have the trajectory. It also depends on the current and depends on your depth. Look at you, looking at you. So, if we ever need to do an underwater heist, we're covered. We know oh, what we're I've doing. Got, I've got us. <laughs> uh, one thing we need I did a plasma learn plasma welder. <laughs> Some sort of bazooka that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> it's called a razooka. <laughs> Because you're underwater. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, um, but it was really cool. I, I talked to a guy the other day, yesterday, and he goes exploring in caves, underwater caves that have never been explored by humans. Nope. And he was telling me about like doing it in like murky conditions where yeah. you have to like follow this line and they clip these things called arrows and there's ones called chips. But you, they clip them on the line, so as they're feeling through, it points them in the direction that they're supposed to be going towards the exit. And I was like, <laughs> "No." I was no. like, "That sounds so terrible." I watched one episode of Baywatch where they got stuck in a cave, and I was like, "Not for me." <laughs> what What was that guy like as a person? I just want to know the guy what the, what the guy's like. That's like, yeah, I go into underwater caves that I can't see where I'm going, and there might be literally. A beast. He seems like very 
level headed weirdly yeah, yeah. and also like, i didn't realize like when they, you have to do the decomp when you come up decompression like you're there for like hours sometimes he's like oh yeah i watched all the sons of anarchy a couple of movies and i was like wow i was like wow. you probably don't watch jaws in that situation do you he was like yeah bro i don't care yeah <laughs> i remember uh i did a gig once in houston it was like a private gig where and it was for a charity that uh helped like recalibrate navy seals when they come back into real life the animals oh uh and this guy garrett golden basically i had to do a show but before that i had to do a dinner with like all of the big money like everyone at this table was a billionaire except for me and the navy seal and the guy that put on the charity and like we went around and talked about what everybody did and one of the guys was like married into the people that own the houston texans and he's just like he was the best because he was just like i'm just the luckiest son of a bitch on the planet i was a cop and then i married i fell in love with this girl and she had all the money in the world blah 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 blah, blah. oh my god and, that's uh, my dream and then one lady was like well you know we run this company and when we're not doing that i'm really into my lamborghini racing club and I'm like, you have so much money. That I bet can... they don't meet on Facebook. <laughs> no, they meet on whatever Zuckerberg has. It's for the elites. Elite yeah. book. Elite book. It's like through a plug that you put in your anus. <laughs> it is kind of like your own fingerprint. But anyway, Garrett started telling stories. And he had the record for the most time just under, like, he would just hang out underwater for like two days. And he said that like uh, magazines uh, hold under pressure. So he would just be down there reading like Cosmo and Maximum shit. But he that's, said, that's 10 minutes right there. What are you doing for the <laughs> other 47 and a half hours? But he said one time he got out of the submersible and he was like doing this to like make to kind of figure out if there was anything out there and he touched something. And he looked over and he said it was an eye that was about that <laughs> Yeah. And he was no. like, shut the door. Fucking we're getting out somewhere else. Oh, no. That is the real life gravity scene where George Clooney is just floating out on the outside. Like, hey, coffee? <laughs> yeah, except George Clooney's a giant monster. I heard he is. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I've never heard that. I've heard he's nothing but lovely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um... Yeah, other oh yeah, so work also, has been nuts. Well, let's before you get out of that, it's gotta be nice to I mean a gig's a gig, but it's gotta be taxing on the on the psyche just to hear nothing about sad stories every day of the week. I nice was I was not in a good place. Like I remember many <laughs> days we were like, Oh, we're gonna pod. She was like, Yeah, I gotta do this interview. And at the end of it, she was like, I cannot, I don't wanna talk to people. Yeah, I'm going to hold my dog and watch King of the Hill <laughs> uh, where they don't talk about anything like this. Um, yeah, no, it's just, I guess I'm more empathic than most people would believe. Yeah, empathetic? <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing, right? Empathic? I thought empathic is where you can where you can see the future. <laughs> no, empathic is when you, empathy, it was like you feel 
the feelings that like you feel bad for someone who's feeling a certain kind of feeling or you know you have an emotional reaction to someone who's feeling a certain way okay i'm probably not just defining that correctly but i'm close uh what are you thinking uh i'm looking at it and okay the words empathetic and empathic mean the same thing empathic is the older word but not by much oh huh yeah look at you you, using some young slang for once it's (laughs) back in my day we called the noam helm fields (laughs) we got that Um, name from the natives yeah but like their stories were just especially the darker ones and unfortunately there were some that were darker than others but you know because every story is different yeah but uh it just it would just sit with me and like stay with me and like i was i had so many meetings with my supervisors i'm like i <laughs> can't do this anymore <laughs> yeah uh, and so they were like we hear you and they completely reacted in a timely and efficient way and swapped me over onto a bunch of other stuff that i'm much better at yeah and my time is much better suited doing these other things and i pitched a new show this week and they picked it up and so i'm producing that now yeah andy brew getting shit done fiddle to do yeah so that's awesome yeah things are good even though there's a strike i went to a new uh concert venue last night in downtown la oh what's it called the bellwether okay it's on the west side of the 110 sounds like something jack white would own (laughs) <laughs> kind of because it's the same owners as the Terragram ballroom which is over also in that area okay um similar venues it reminds me a lot of um what was that the voodoo lounge at the argosy oh okay but like smaller like okay. the bar is outside and there's like a huge bar and you get drinks super fast nice and then the it's like a 1600 person venue and who'd you see carly ray jepson I know that name. Was she a Disney person? Uh, no, but she she is Disney-esque in the sense that she had that, hey, I just met you, and oh, this is crazy. That's a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is a gay Also, icon. Carly Ray Jepsen just sounds like a Disney name. Yeah. Like 100%. For sure. Um, and she, like, toured with Bieber and stuff, so that makes sense. Um, but she's a gay icon, so I went with the gays. Gay con. Gay con. Uh, and we stayed for, like, half the set. My friend bought me a shirt. Why did she play all the hits up front? She was actually playing Call Me Maybe as we were leaving. And Nathan was like, she's doing it. Let's just stay. I was like, the car's here. And Tyler was like, yeah, the car's here. We're leaving. (laughs) Trust me, we can hear it three times on the way home. But tomorrow is, I'm seeing Maggie Rogers at the bowl. What does she sing? Um... Probably nothing you would know. <laughs> but I, I know that, but you know, there's other people listening. Um, she, I was walking through Westwood streams and took my oh, yeah. breath away. Okay. Um, so, and also my favorite, one of my top favorite bands is opening for her always. And I've never seen them. And I'm so excited. Oh, very nice. One of and my also... sad, sad lesbian music is what Tyler calls it, but I love it so much. <laughs> In that Tori Amos vibe? <laughs> no, this they're like bedroom pop. It's like ethereal, like, ooh. 
Oh, okay. So you feel like you're halfway between awake and a dream. Uh-huh. Like you're floating in a cloud somewhere over Miami. <laughs> yeah. They have that song. Hey, hey, marry me, Archie. Nope. All yeah. Right. <laughs> I knew. I knew it. But that was for the that was for the uh the Dumble fucks. Okay. And the and the talent receivers. Uh-huh. I'm supposed to go to what. an engagement party today in Redondo Beach. And I think I'm not gonna go. That's uh that's a trek. I mean, it is Saturday, but Saturday's still beach day. It's still gonna I, be a lot of traffic. The traffic has been over an hour the whole time. I've been checking yeah. it like all morning. Is this her first engagement? Yeah, it's for Sarah from the gym. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. she traveled from Quebec to be here, but like an hour. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'll tell you an album that I have been, uh, that I re rediscovered. I almost said refound. And then I was like, that's not a word. Uh, Macy Gray has a record called the id and, uh, it's, I genuinely think the album would have been humongous if had had not come out six days after nine 11. Uh, you know, there is an artist named, uh, oh God, who fucking was she? Her, her debut album came out on 9-11. She blames 9-11 for her album not doing well. I mean, there's, there's an argument for that. And also it was like this, this Macy Gray album is this fun, funky record that's about fucking around and getting their heart broke and mental illness. And man. It's just, I was like, yeah, no one wanted to hear this six days after the tower fell. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't find it until a, you know, a few months later, but yeah, I was like, if you weren't, if you weren't talking about putting a boot in a fucking person's butthole, like no one was listening to you. Oh my God. We would list like even driving to school, Megan Mulvaney would drive me to school. And me and her brothers would be like, we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Also, I love that I'm holding a microphone like this, but I literally have one. Right <laughs> but like 630 in the morning, driving to school, just like, we'll put a boot in. But you can oh. only listen to a verse and a chorus. And then we were at the parking lot. And I just remember we were all so scared because every city had a reason why they could be the next one. Like For even sure. told like. Kansas City was like, because we'll never see it. We're the heart of America. They never see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Even like Tulsa's like, we're just south of that. Amarillo's <laughs> like, rooting, tooting, we've got missiles. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of tragedies, I want to talk about something. Um with the Maui tragedy and it's heartbreaking I to know. see them going through those fires. Like Aubrey, the house that her family used to have, they sold it, but it burnt yeah. down. Like uh, I whole just, is gone. the whole Lahaina is gone. Like it, it hurt, you know, it's very devastating obviously for the people that live there, but mm -hmm. I literally just booked my third trip there. Like it, it is my happy place. I was so looking forward to you know, taking Jen and going like we, I, we had just, I was like, every night we'll go down to Lahaina. We'll eat at a different restaurant. We'll eat fish and the entire city's fucking gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. And it's, and 
like part of me wanted to st- wanted to just go anyway uh if for no other reason than to just put money into the economy but it's like they need those rooms for residents and yeah they need you know it's anyway sorry to go off on a tangent but I no really- no it's completely appreciated and you know it's it's heartbreaking to see something that could have been preventable happen like that you know um well with you know the right like they didn't even have warnings it's just yeah like and some they, people didn't even get warned i saw i saw an article i didn't read it just because i was prepping for uh this but i guess some experts had warned them a few years ago that this, yes. this was a possibility yeah, yeah since like 2016 they were like hey and they've tried and like they've had like a lot of local you know city meetings and they've tried to raise money and they've done some brush clearing but it's just they were too far behind and yeah tried this caught up with them um so there's a guy i went to college with who is semi he i'd say he's a c d list celebrity okay um loved him in college don't talk to him anymore now because if he posts one more shirtless selfie on instagram i'm gonna barf okay um yeah um but he's he's a great actor like he deserves all the work that he's getting but his social media presence is abhorrent. And this morning, <laughs> this morning, I wake up and I go on social media. This motherfucker has a shirtless picture of him on a beach in Hawaii, not even in Lahaina, uh, with a caption that says, I feel like I was just next door to this. Because he was, because he wasn't on Maui. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the next slide is a donation tile. And then one more slide of a shirtless selfie. And then another slide of a donation tile. And I, evens it out. He evens it out. I'm like, this is so gratuitous. Yeah. What you're doing. Like the shirtless selfies in and of itself, like we all talk about them and laugh about them, but it's like <laughs> there are people that thirst after him and like let him have his flowers, you know? Yeah. But this is so tone deaf. Yeah. Like so well, tone deaf. Half, half tone deaf. <laughs> because <clears throat> even he, like, that's what happened even he was like he was like i don't know that might be too much you know what i'll put up a charity tile you know that's- what he never thought it was too much he was just like where's a shirtless picture of me on a beach <laughs> so i can post this donation tile uh, anyway yeah. my whole I morning need- i was just like <sighs> anyway can you oh. give me his instagram thing i just i want to donate <laughs> It is cool that Bezos gave a hundred million. That's huge. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, amazing. Bezos and his new chick gave a hundred million. So good for him. And Floyd Mayweather flew 68 yes. families out. I saw that. Look at him trying to make amends for all the rape and the. Assaults. Yeah. He's well, he punched every woman before they got on the plane. <laughs> Gas ain't free. Yeah. Ass, gas free. or grass <laughs> or punchies <laughs> oh what else you been up to um yeah what else have i been up to i don't last weekend i saw I, we saw oppenheimer we we saw we did not see it together but we both saw it we um, did we will not spoil it I will give my thoughts. I will allow you to give your thoughts there's, first. There's a bomb. There's a bomb. Yeah. They're building a bomb. Also, Spoiler. a lot of Jews. 
Um, just I just say that as a joke because anti-Semitism is a major part of the movie. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, great movie. Uh, we disagree about this. I didn't. I think. Okay, here's the thing. You can either see it in 70 millimeter or in IMAX, but there's like 30 theaters throughout the country that have where it has both. Mm -hmm. And Andy and I were both lucky enough to see it in both. Uh, I would argue if you can only, if you have to make the choice, I would say 70 millimeters, the choice to make. Uh, I just didn't feel like, and Andy disagrees with me. Uh, I didn't feel like the IMAX was as important. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's important to see the film and it's a like in, in the intended way for it to be filmed, like in the 100%. intended in the intended exhibition through the through Christopher Nolan's eye, right? Yeah, because that's what he he's like. This is how it's intended, right? Um, I'm just gonna say, I took film classes, <laughs> and you have to say it like that. You have to say it with that inflection. You do buy an Oscar. Well, he didn't have the Oscar when I was there, but he has an Oscar now. <laughs> okay. But he's an amazing filmmaker. Uh, Kevin Wilmot. Okay. It was amazing. He taught us like all about the spaghetti westerns and like, uh, yeah. Uh, I would I would venture to say that I feel like it's meant to be feel that close and personal because what's inside his mind is so vast. Of course and tumultuous that it like you want to feel like you're as close to being inside his head as all at all times fair enough it was that cinema. is my perspective i was aware oh, yes. that i was in Peak I was, cinema yeah and and amazing like it's not like if your favorite movies a marvel movie you know you might not grasp this to its full extent right but, and if your favorite movie is a marvel movie Watch some other fucking movies. <laughs> I mean, they're fun. They're good. They're, they're a fun, giant roller coaster should, of fun. Yeah, they should never be in anyone's top 10. <laughs> if I like go on a date with someone and they're like Infinity War and I'm like, fuck off. No, just sh I shriveled up. <laughs> Hell no. I though, and I did see it at uh, the Chinese theater, which was, which is always an epic event. Because of the history behind it. You're like, I haven't been there since we saw Hostel there in probably 2005. Nor had I. That was that was the last time I had been there. And your roommate Jess brought a 12-pack of Bud Light in her purse. I was 19. I was like, this is fucking living. <laughs> this and that is was... some cool shit. And it was like, we saw it on some <laughs> weird night. It was, there was hardly anyone in there. Yeah, there was and no he, one in there, except like the first half of that movie is basically a porno. And I'm like, that don't really want to be sitting next to my brother for this one. <laughs> but Jess, handies? The, <laughs> the Chinese theater is where they used to do all the premieres. And for, and I'm saying this for the listeners. So when you have a good seat, you're like somewhere in the back of your head, you're like, Jack Nicholson. Marilyn Monroe could have sat in this seat. You don't know. Jack Nicholson did coke off Marilyn Monroe in this seat. <laughs> and uh, but for the Oppen the Oppenheimer shows were being sold out weeks in advance. And we bought our tickets a month before we saw it. I bought my tickets when I at the right after the Fourth of July, and I saw it August eighth. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, once the move, once they had started, they were only selling them a week out. And uh, like to the point where there were 6 a.m. showings at Grauman's. I'm not going to lie to you. That doesn't sound terrible. Oh, that sounded like the worst to me. Are you kidding? Like have some coffee, walk down there, have a coffee and some Oppenheims. Dude, I, I'm barely uh, like if I have a 6 a.m. tea time, I'm not I don't even remember the first three holes. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a person. But do you remember their names? <laughs> I'm usually just trying to stop the shakes from the drinking the night before. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But we saw it. I, I we Our tickets were off to the side. I, I, at best, I was in a key grip for Casablanca's seat. Yeah. <laughs> Casa <laughs> key grip. Casa key grip. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? You know what I was going to say? Good talk. God damn it. Chinese theater. Grauman's. Oppenheim's. Anyway, it's an amazing movie. Uh, You should see it. Uh, I don't think I'm going to see any more movies in the theater unless they're in space or have giant explosions. That was kind of my vibe when I left. I was like, I could have seen this at home and been fine. Uh, that was but also, that's like, that's like when I have a giant television, the- I have a giant television. I know. You I would have, I, I would have gotten the gist of it. I would have seen, <laughs> I would have seen the emotions in his face and I would have been comfy. Do you know, he's only hour- eating like an almond a day. Three hours is just tough. It is tough. It is tough. I still need to go see Barbie. I think I'm going to go see that this week by myself. I want to go see I haven't see been to the movies it. by myself in a minute, and I really enjoy it. I'll tell you what. Going to see that Lyle Lovett concert by myself was uh, an eye-opening experience in the fact that I just – you're just focused on the music. I don't need anybody anymore. I don't need fucking – by myself concerts might be a thing. Uh I mean that, that does sound fun. It was it was scary as a girl, but probably nice as a six foot three yeah. dude. No, no, no. As a girl, it had to be, especially if the dude that came sitting next to me sat next to you, you'd have been like, I need to go find somewhere else to go. <laughs> uh, hey Lyle, can I come up there? It's <laughs> just this guy. Uh do we have a code word? We haven't speaking met. Speaking of which, this is a story <laughs> that I had, but we'll just talk about it now. Uh, you know, we're big below deck fans. And uh I haven't below- watched the I haven't watched the episode yet. I haven't watched the episode, but I've read like 19 articles about it. Oh, uh, I don't know anything yet. Oh, oh, do you want to not? Do you want me to not? Yeah, no, say- tell me. I would actually rather have you tell me so I'm a little prepared because oh, yeah. I know trigger warning. There's it's, it's about sexual assault. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, so, so below deck, like- below yeah. deck down under, which uh, if you're familiar with below deck Mediterranean, which we 100 percent are. Uh, Aisha. Aisha Aisha, what's Aisha, 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 Aisha. Uh, the Australian girl. It's it's basically they're New like we, she's we, a kiwi. Uh, she's a kiwi, but they were basically like we need a rapper show around this chick, and so it's all down in Australia. Anyway, so below deck, down under. Uh, if you haven't seen the show, yachties, you know it's rich people on yachts. It follows the yachties. When the yachties have a night off, they tend to go out and just get sh- blackout hammered. Like all of them shit canned. 
And they're then, also all between like 21 and 29. Yeah. So it's like, so it's when kind of the time that. to do that. <laughs> Definitely not when you're 37. Yeah. No, like <laughs> when I see what they're drinking at 44, knowing full on that I probably did way more than that when I was 27, I was like, it's all the mixing. And there's so many colors in the drinks. Oh, yeah. That's what's scary. And, no and they drink like a... red wine and they're sweating and it's summertime and they're drinking red wine. I'm just like, ah, oh, your reflux, you children. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, they all get blackout hammered and they some of them end up hooking up and stuff. It's all very consensual for the most part. Anyway, this sometimes they is... even end up dating and like moving into the same cabin. And it's like there's suddenly a newly wed couple on the boat. Look, it's. Is it a great show? Absolutely not. Do you want to watch all of them? Yes. And That's what uh, makes I, it a great show. I guess so. But also it's like when you, it's a, <laughs> it's a caveat you have to give people when you show it to them. Like, don't expect this isn't the wire, bro. Like we're First just of all, here. All you have to say is this show's on Bravo and that explains <laughs> everything. It explains anyway, everything. So one of the girls, they all go out, get blackout hammered. Uh, one of the girls uh, is being hit on by a guy and she's not into it. Which and, girl? Uh, not Asia, but one of her sub. One of the stews. One of the stews. Uh, anyway, she goes to bed and then there's cameras all over the boat, including yeah. in the rooms. Yeah. And uh, one of the dude that's been hitting on her comes down in a towel and just goes into her room. And the producers just immediately are like banging on the door. You got to get the fuck out of there. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, so she, they get him out of there. Uh, I mean, he doesn't just go, I know exactly which guy it is too. He's like, he's not like, you got me. Uh, he's very violent. And there's a lot of door slamming and all that stuff. And the girl wakes up and she was like, thank you. God, you were, you know, thank God you were here. But also then another chick got kicked off because she was super rapey towards a dude and started doing the same thing towards him. And then, and then that same chick was like, I don't think what that dude was dude did was so bad. I know exactly who that is. That's Laura. <laughs> so they, so they booted two of them, but. Uh, I'm an, I'm an episode before the essay episode. Oh, and okay. she is really putting it on heavy onto this guy. But I feel like the guy that she was laying it on heavy with is the guy who entered the room, but I couldn't. No, wrong. it's the bosun. It's yeah, not... that's who I'm thinking of. No. She... Oh, so she must have. She must have. Because in the episode, Alex, I think. Oh, OK. In episode four, she. Oh, she's after the Brooklyn dude. In episode four, she's like kind of deciding which guy she's going to go after and it ends with her putting it on heavy with the bosun, but he forcibly kissed one of the stews, like the first night they went out like a couple times. Yeah. And she just like stood back like this with her arms crossed. And he was like, Oh, you standing back with your arms crossed. She was like, yeah, I did not like that. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And then he so, just kept doing it. But yeah. So, um, and yeah, Laura's the one that gets kicked off because she went after uh, Adam. Yeah. Unwanted sexual advances towards a member of the deck crew, Adam Kodra. Adam feels uncomfortable. Yeah. So sorry to. I think that's the Brooklyn dude. 
sorry to spoil uh episode whatever but uh no one of my friends was like take a xanax before you watch that episode and i was like ah uh, yeah yeah so i'm kind of glad that you spoiled it for me <laughs> uh no well, i know at least the producers got in there beforehand good for you, them good you on know, the producers there, there's probably a, a gang of producers out there that would have been like let's just just see how far it goes well, um, also, Bravo is coming under a lot of heat right now, and there's some potential, there's quite a lawsuit coming their way about how they mistreat their cast members, like oh, depriving really? them of sleep, depriving them of information, food, things like that to heighten their emotional state. Last Comic Standy did that. Yeah. So, yeah, they... and I mean, like, that's kind of, I mean, I'm sure there's, they're breaking the law with some sort of coercion. Yeah. No, I but, remember I mean, once there, is... there was a there was a there was a night we were out. We, the producers are right there. We're we're in the the you know the common room where we all hung out. We're playing poker. We're drunk, and they come to us at ten o'clock and go, "Your call time's two a.m." And we go, we thought they were kidding. We're like, "Are you saying in four hours we have to be up?" They're like, "Yeah," and. uh, we are like, well, okay. So we all try to go to bed. Right. No one goes to sleep. We all wake up. They drag us over to Wilshire, drag us to Wilshire to do the Adam Carolla show, which didn't start till five. So we sat in the lobby for an hour. And, and then when we, and then we all, so I drank this energy drink. I ended up having like a fucking episode. And, uh, and then when we get back, and we all want to go to bed and they're like, no, you have to eat breakfast. And we're like, we don't want to fucking eat breakfast. We want to go to bed. And they're like, you have to go eat breakfast. So we go upstairs. There's no breakfast. They haven't set it up yet. They go breakfast will be ready in 10 minutes. Bill Dwyer freaks the fuck out and starts yelling at people. And I'm like, I'm right in there with you, Bill. I'm like, yeah, fuck this. Fuck that. And fucking Bill threw a chair. Oh. Not like not like hard, but just like knocked it over and it's a fucking made That'll get you arrested at Power and Light. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I, I just wanted to tell it. So they're in trouble for that. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. Also, I heard um Captain Jason and Aisha were really proactive in it as well. Yeah, yeah. They fight they the they made the dudes stay at a hotel while they figured everything out. And then they brought him on and they're like, get the fuck off the boat and take this bitch with you. And uh, I bet they walked off. They were like, you want a bone? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, nah, be- we don't like it when it's consensual. No. <laughs> Will you choke uh, me? Right. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, I do want I had my Taco Bell Cantina birthday. Oh, you did? How'd it I go? I did. It was awesome. Did they give uh, you like a little room? No. Is there like a private room? I didn't tell him I was coming. Oh, okay. And I don't think I have that. But okay. it's two blocks from my apartment. So we pre-gamed here, walked down there, uh, got Baja blasted. No. You can order a frozen Baja blast, and it comes with one shot of vodka, rum, or tequila. And you can add up to three shots in there. Jordan and I put two shots and like shared a small one, and we were like, wow! <laughs> and it was kettle yeah yeah they don't fuck around it's what is it kettle 
uh, Julio, and uh, what's the other yeah. one? They've Bacardi. got a bunch of top shelf shit. Yeah. It's Taco amazing. Bell don't fuck around. They don't fuck around. And they had the lava sauce. It was amazing. Uh, I also put fistfuls of Tums and Pepsi in my purse, and they were gone by the end of the night because yeah, my friends are old. Yeah, no, I need to get into that Pepsi game. I'm tired of waking up with my esophagus being a fucking trail of fire. <laughs> well, I like the Tums for that because the Tums quells that immediately. Oh, really? Yeah, because the chalk absorbs all that acid. Oh, okay. Good or to it's know. Not, well, like the chalky substance. It's not like actual chalk, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the Pepsi. So I shouldn't just be I grabbing some stuff off the blackboard in, in a pinch? I mean, it would work probably. I don't think it would. Blah. Just the. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it was fun. That's awesome. It was uh. fun. Everyone had the best time. <laughs> It was great. Uh, yeah. Didn't you have another birthday party as well besides the Taco Bell Cantina? Uh-uh. No. Uh, well, sorry, I couldn't make it. <laughs> well, it I went was... from Taco Bell Cantina to Powerhouse, which now has like a back patio, which is next to a dumpster. So we just sat out there and smoked weed. And oh, then okay. We, and it has a dartboard. <laughs> so we smoked weed, played darts. And then we were like, let's just go to Dave and Buster's across the street. So we did that. And then, of course, at 1230, they were like, let's go back to Andy's. And I was like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I was up until about 330. Ooh. But worth it. Had the best time. It was fun. Uh, I had a gig in Spokane. And uh, they have a, like a lot of the West Coast, have, have a large homeless population. But this, something special. Uh huge day walker vibes like like the homeless the homeless in la like 50 50 some are like full-on zombie and some are just like normal homeless people but this yeah. was like 80 percent zombie and uh first show i uh get to the gig and i'm a little tired so i'm like i'm gonna run over to this uh dun bros and get some uh coffee and as i'm coming back this day this lady daywalkers walking this way i'm walking this way and uh i know she's homeless i'm still cordial i'm like lady, please cross <laughs> please cross I, first i wouldn't i would just hang back and wait and not even engage well that's what i did i didn't actually say lady, but i just i was like and a hand gesture <laughs> She's got a listen, it's not raining, but she's holding a paper over her head and she's holding her pants up. And uh I I'm like, ma'am, and she fucking looks at me and she goes, I pulled my pants up for you, and then just kept walking. And I was like, I don't That is the best album title I've ever heard. <laughs> Oh man, it was like, and I I didn't even know what to say. I was just so flabbered. The sentence itself was so well constructed. <laughs> uh, but no, the shows in Spokane were good. Uh, and then I went to uh, Denver, did some shows there. Uh, they they were fine. Denver's a uh, it's a weird it's a weird vibe just because it's uh, literally across the parking lot from a giant Bass Pro shop. Uh -huh. Um, 
And Hold it's, on, I'm uh, going to not go to this party. There you go. <laughs> the traffic has been over an hour, like, all day. Um, even though I would love to meet her new beau, I just, I don't, also don't, I know one other person who's going. Oh, yeah, then absolutely not. I hate parties where you're, you don't, like, I've been to a few, like, I, I remember going to Eliza's, I went to a party at Eliza's, and uh, there was four people that I knew, and I wasn't really friends with any of them. And uh, I sat down, I talked to them for like 10 minutes. Uh, I It's still one of the greatest achievements ever. I was at the party for 14 minutes. <laughs> I literally- well, that's what That was my plan. I was like, Alicia, when are you getting there? She said 5.15. I'm like, okay, so if I leave at four, I can stop and get a card and I can go to the bank and put 50 bucks in it. And I'm like, I'm just going to Venmo this bitch with a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> like I was going to spend two and a half hours in traffic to spend 30 minutes at a place. Oh no. Yeah. And, and not, no, and not really be able to talk to her because she's talking to a million other people. That's exactly right. And I'm like, I'm, I would love to meet her fiance. He seems lovely, Yeah. but I guess I'll, I guess I'm going to Quebec. I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm going to Yemen. I guess I'm going to, I got you one, two, three Yemen street, Yemen. <laughs> Guess I'm going to Yemen. <laughs> you know, I know people hate Fred's and it, you know, I was one of those people when the show was on the air, but that it's one of the best written shows of all time. I agree with you, but I flipped because I lived with two other females for like eight years. And it was just on, just on all, all the time, all the time, all the time, I'm, all the time. I'm rewatching Superstore. You know that. And God damn it, that makes me laugh. Some of the lines in there are genius of office quality. Like, I wish Hannah. Uh, well, because cousin, it's the creator came from the office. Cousin Hannah uh, and I routinely just text each other random office quotes. And <laughs> you then, mean gay Hannah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and we'll just we call her in the group chat. <laughs> I just call her Hannah. Uh, I call just, her gay Hannah. Uh, anywho, but yeah, I wish I'm going to start. I don't, but also, I don't know if you know Superstore enough to where if I texted it to you some weird comment, you'd be oh, like, Oh, I do. I've watched okay. it probably 10 plus times through. Man, like series. I, it's so funny. Uh, so yeah, if you, if you haven't watched Superstore, talent receivers, dumble fucks, port heads, uh, I cannot. I cannot recommend it enough. It's so good. So good. And the interstitials so good. where they show the customers doing things. Like a woman just taking a bite out of a candle because she sees that she's alone in the aisle. <laughs> and she just takes like a bite out of it like it's an apple. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, so good. But they canceled American Auto. What the fuck? They did. I think a lot of that is, uh, I think that was the strike. I think it was probably on the cusp. And then once the strike hit, they were like, we're not bringing it. I hope back. it comes back. A lot of uh, shows get a second life these days. So I hope so too. Uh, this strike's going to get real ugly. I have a feeling. Oh, it's nowhere close to being done. No, not even close. Billy Porter had to sell his house and now he's getting divorced. Uh, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. 
Thank God I'm working for the French. My goodness. Man, uh, do they love their lax working laws. I love that they're like, if you don't let us retire two years younger, we're burning down the Capitol. <laughs> and also, like, there's something called RCC, which I'm finding out is, and it's like, I'm I'm probably describing this wrong. So if I am, don't come after me for it. I'm a dumb, dumb woman. And I just learned about this the other day. Um, but yeah. it's this thing. It's kind of like a lottery where um, I know you're going to sample that out and put it on the button. <laughs> um, it's like a lottery. And if you get the lot and if your name is drawn, you get nine months of unemployment making the same wage that you are making at your current job. And since Wait, what I'm sorry, I was thinking about soloing out that clip and then thinking about the other clips that I've soloed out and put into a file called dumb things. Andy says, no, really? <laughs> I'm trying to get a montage going. God damn it. <laughs> Don't worry. That's only the second one. I just started. <laughs> Tyler you sends said me little songs where he's like, I'm so hungry. I need food. And it's just <laughs> stupid shit like that. I have about 25 files <laughs> on my computer that I think I'm going to cut together for his Mexico birthday. Then I'm, I'm going to be in Puerto Vallarta in four weeks. There you go. In a house with a staff. Nice. Not like, not like this, like people that wait on you. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to go to Maui in October. I think we're going to go to Phoenix instead. So, <laughs> yeah. I oh, might... you like Phoenix. Yeah, I do like Phoenix. I forgot about Mark's house. I was like, that sounds yeah. fun. You guys going to training camp, but it's, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. No, it's actually, uh, I'm still going to look at, um, they have a bunch of resorts like down, like near Laguna Niguel and like in between LA and San Diego. Maybe and even go to like a resort in Encinitas. In Mexico? Mm -hmm. I don't want to end up on a documentary. Um, it's, it's really nice, I promise. <laughs> uh, we're trying to say, we're either, we're, we're going to try to keep it local. Yeah. Uh, or somewhere we can drive. Is Encinitas. Why, or else your girlfriend can't come back in? Because you uh, bought her on the internet? <laughs> I got it. No, that was part of the deal. I got the platinum package where they have papers. She's got global entry, bitch. <laughs> no, but they did overnight her, which was nice. <laughs> but she's got a barcode. It's fine. I just say she loved the movie 12 she's, Monkeys. She's chipped. It's fine. It's fine. She's chipped. <laughs> uh, well, we're running a little long on time, but we'll get this. Uh, guess what time it is? Nah, 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 boop. Listener mail time. Uh, we got one from Garrett. It says, help, need need advice. Hey, Porters, Chris, I'll be at your show in Columbus on the 19th, celebrating my 50th with some friends. Need advice on when to take a gummy to get maximum enjoyment from your show. And then he says, hi, Andy. He spells it with a Y, unfortunately. He says, big fan. Uh, signed, Garrett, P.S. That means postscript. Uh, I'll be the guy in the chief shirt. And he sent me, he sent that to me from uh, AT and T Yahoo Mail on Android. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what are you Russian? <laughs> yeah, this might be a fishing thing. No um, shit. 
This was written by AI. <laughs> um, I uh, well, well, Garrett. Here's the thing: you, the the amount you should take and when you should take it depends heavily on are you going to eat beforehand, what do you eat, how many, how much do you eat normally when it comes to THC. Um, if you Certainly don't, there's some sort of converter on the internet for that, right? Right. Like some stoner engineers come up with that. I hope so. I don't know how accurate. I'm googling edible calculator. Uh, look, man. If you normally take ten milligrams to go to sleep, I would take ten milligrams, maybe of a sativa, uh, about an hour before you get in, and uh, then see where it goes. If the middle acts on, and you're not really feeling it, pop another one. You know. Did you find it? Uh, no, I didn't. But telling someone to pop another edible is spooky. Yeah, man. Don't you know? I don't. Don't be the guy that in the chief shirt that they have to carry out. You know, <laughs> like my friend in Vegas. I don't well, want to. Here we go. Nugmd.com. That seems that seems official. Nug with two G's, obviously. Are you sure it's not nugmd.gov? No, it's nugmd.com. Uh, and it also, oh, this is like how you, you know, just call a doctor. I don't know. I'm not good at math. You are not. That is, that is a hundred percent true. Yeah. And since you're not good at math, I'll tell you, that's all the percent. <laughs> what happened? What'd you do? Something was on my glass and I couldn't tell if it, and it's water. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? But I think it's just coffee grounds for my countertop. Oh, I got you. I got you. Uh, well, anything else you want to tell them before we get out of here? Uh, I love your stupid face. I love your stupid face. Also, if you have questions, concern, need life advice, send it to one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a TH and a POD at gmail.com. Dot com. Uh, also you can find me at, I am Chris Porter on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, tell them where they can find you, Andy. You can find me on Instagram at Andy port and on threads at Andy port. I'm not really using Twitter anymore. Mm -hmm. It's X now. It's yeah. And uh, it, it's just, <laughs> it's so sad. Uh, it's so I think, desperate. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. I know my Tesla stock keeps dropping. Um, I, my coworkers and I were talking about the Zuck Elon fight. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm watching. And my boss was like, Andy, you can't watch that. You can't support that. You can't give them the attention they want. I'm like, don't you want to see one of them get their ass beat? Oh, Zuck's going to whoop his ass. Zuck is going to whoop his ass. Zuck's been doing it for like four years. You can't just. Yeah, you can't overcome awesome. that. Yeah, no, it's going to be. I want to watch that. Round one submission. I want to watch that. Last week I interviewed an MMA fighter and we did. um Ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we did. We did. He did an experts react on like. Fighting games. Oh, okay. And he was like. Yeah, you can't yell Hadouken and shoot a fireball. That doesn't that doesn't work. Yeah. He's also a radio personality and a former MMA fighter, so he was real fun. 
real cool guy. Real cool guy. Andy, how's it going? Well, Andy, I'll come oh, no. back to you right after this Van Halen hit. Oh my God. He was, it was like, do you, are you a gamer? And I was like, yeah, I play video games, but like combat games, like 2D combat games like this are not really my jam, but I have played them. And he was like, <laughs> I'm just like, I won him over by the end though. He thought I was funny. I was like, I'll get you. I'll get you oh, on my geez. side. <laughs> and I did. Awesome. Uh, he you was can like find... another woman producer. Come on. <laughs> get back in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, like uh, Garrett said, I'll be at the Columbus funny bone. That's Columbus, Ohio. Sorry, Georgia. Um, yeah, I'll be there this weekend, Friday and Saturday, four shows. Uh, next week I will be off. I will be in Kansas city, uh, introducing jelly roll and then throwing out the first pitch at the Royals game on August nice. 30th. You'll also be bringing my straightener back to me. I will also be bringing your straightener back to you via Louisville, where I'll be playing the Louisville comedy club, uh, August 31st through the second, all of my dates through the rest of the year at chrisportercomedy.com. As always, I am Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. And this has been the One Millionth Podcast. Fuck you. Come on by. I did it. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 <laughs> Where do you I think I get Ru it from? Love you too, Chris. <laughs> or I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye.